The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's go, possums. We got free agent madness in the house. It is March 16th, and shit's going wild. The league's blowing up. Teams are completely creating some really dangerous teams putting together here. Talking about you, AFC West. As usual, I am here with my boys, Josh and Billy. Follow them at Josh Hall STL and Ombre Vendor, respectively. Follow myself at OP Joe. And guys, we got Brady back in the saddle. We've got uh, Billy. You, your uh, your tragedy might be being written in the Forest City right now. We'll get to um, it. signings everywhere. Did you know Cleveland is nicknamed the Forest City? I did not know that. I, I should have saved that for your interest. I don't think of uh, I don't think of forests, but I don't really think of forests either. I think of Bone Thugs and MGK. That's about it. Yeah, and yeah, LeBron. There's not a whole lot going on over there. Sorry, Paris. <laughs> it's the way it is we've already had our first signing that broke during the podcast uh tight end tyler conklin has joined cj uzama in new york with the jets so uh, poor guys poor guys but yeah so we're here to talk about some free agency today um been a long long couple of days here trying to keep track of everything that's broke um how have y'all been taking that in uh yeah it's been a lot i honestly this is not what i expected um i obviously we, we called a few of them uh which is nice but uh there's a lot of different takes that i would have not expected to happen in this uh free agent frenzy as joe put it i'm gonna have to pay for whatever service gives me all the afc west games because like every time they play it's gonna be like a freaking afc championship game yes so, the afc is going to be a bloodbath this year there's just like every 
not, I'm going to say every good player, but a lot of good players from the NFC decided to jump ship into the AFC. And now the whole AFC landscape is going to be brutal this year. Well, it's gonna also, awesome this, to it's going to be kind of like the uh, NFC West where uh, Rams, Arizona, San Francisco are all really good throughout the year. But this time, I don't know who's the bad team. Yes. The Raiders, I it's guess. Probably the Raiders. Raiders and I yeah. think they're even a good team. Cannot wait for the, the preview of the AFC West. I don't even know how we're going to decide who wins that division. That one's going to be a three hour podcast. Just buckle up. Going to be tough. That is for sure. All right. Well, let's just get into this. We got a lot to talk about. So before I don't want to take all the listeners out there time, you know, we don't need this to be a three hour ordeal us talking about this. So let's just jump in. We're going to go. Um, if you haven't listened to the podcast we did last week, me and Josh, sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to exclude you. Um, we talked about the Russell Wilson trade. We talked about the Carson Wentz trade. We broke down all the things that those mattered for those like respective teams, all four of them. So if you want a really in-depth analysis that we're not going to get into on this podcast, go listen to that podcast. So just in case anybody awesome. you see what they do to, to me, it. man. You yes. see what they do to me. They just bounce Aban- me out of podcasts. Abandonment issues. You know? Dude, we had this whole thing going with the intro, and then Billy, we moved it up like 30 minutes, and Joe called me. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'm going to call you at 2 p.m., and you're going to do the intro, and it's going to be this hilarious thing. And then Joe calls me at 2 o'clock on the dot. Hey, man, you need, you need my intro? Like, I should have just taken the call on air. <laughs> you should have. should have. At OP Joe Abandonment. But we're <laughs> going to go. Yeah, with two E's. All right, we're just going to start right at the top with the quarterbacks. Um, let's just. Talk about the GOAT coming out of retirement, Tom Brady. Mitchell Trubisky. I'm just playing. Tom Brady. Exactly. <laughs> For the Buccaneers. Oh, do you have For that the fireball shot ready to go, Bill? Um, He hasn't thrown a pass yet, so we'll see. We'll talk about it. Just just wait. I'm waiting until he throws a pass. He might re-retire. Who knows? Maybe he can't, get all, maybe he can't so, get all his players together, and he's just like, nope, I'm back out. For those new listeners, I called this from the get-go. Brady was never retiring. I don't know why everyone thought it was true. Here we are. Billy's going to take a fireball bet at an undisclosed time. Much like the arc, 40 days, 40 nights. Or was that the desert? I don't know. Messing up my biblical stories. But 40 days, 40 nights, that's all it took Tom Brady to come back to football. And so, yes, he's back. And the Bucks. They, t- they immediately took the NFC championship odds off the board as soon as he announced it. Like, I tried to hop on the NFC, like, Bucks to win the NFC um, and couldn't. They literally three seconds after he said that, it was already off the board. So, clearly, everybody thinks the Buccaneers are going to be back. I'm not, like, I guess I'm not as excited because I just, I don't see their team improving on last year. If anything, it's going to be ex- the same or worse because the O-line is going to get worse. Well, they were in the hole a lot of money too. So I can't imagine that they really can go out. And obviously we've seen what they've done in free agency. It hasn't been a whole lot. It's really just trying to rebuild the team again. Um, Basically the exact same way it was, which no offense. I mean, obviously it was close, but it didn't exactly work really well. Uh, Only real addition that they have right now is uh, Russell Gage, which we'll tap into a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was key that they were able to keep Carlton Davis back there because they're he was the only good player they had on defense. Um, you know, they brought Shaq Mason over as well. Um, so they've made some additions on the team, but you know, I'm kind of with you guys. I don't, I mean, they immediately jumped to the top of the conversation for the NFC just because Brady's there and it's weakening by the second. But as soon as they play one of these AFC teams, I don't see a shot in them winning. Honestly. No, 
which luckily they don't have to worry about that until they get to the Super right. Bowl. So right. that's the only good thing. And then the NFC South is in shambles right now, pending a Deshaun Watson trade that we will get to in here in a second. But um, so that should be an easy division to win. The NFC is a whole pretty easy-ish division to win, if, unless Trey Lance is like, you know, God mode for San Francisco. But I don't know. I, I'm not going to lie. I still think there there is something going to happen here with the Buccaneers. I feel like either Bruce Arians isn't going to be there or Tom Brady's still going to weasel his way out. I don't know. I just – it's one of those – I just got like a bad feeling about it, you know? Just yeah. It does still seem like he's going to still go to San Francisco. There just the feels thing. like there's something that's still going to happen. Like where the story is not done yet. I don't know. It's just, almost like it's too good to be true. He's, just, he's right. not just going to be like, oh, I'm back, you know? Well, as soon as you mentioned that, you'd think, okay, well, that means like Buccaneers are immediately going to sign all their free agents back, but they've only gotten one back so far. Like, well, Godwin's franchise tag, but well, yeah, but I mean, like of the you know Leonard Fournette's, like you know that that kind of situation, um, and then like the guys that retired or just left, um, that O lineman just bolted for Cincinnati. So I don't know. We'll see. They're going to have a new O line either way. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens, but. Brady's back, and I don't think he's ever going to quit. He's going to play till he's like 60, at least. He's going to die on the field, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Trubisky, who's now the Steelers' presumed starting quarterback. Uh, I don't think it's set in stone that he's not going to get a little competition in the draft, but what do you all think of Trubisky? Joe, actually, let's start with you, Joe. You're a big Trubisky fan. Let's get it out there. I like this signing. Um I mean, I think it's really interesting, you know, when you hear Trubisky talk about going to the Bills and being under a coaching staff that allowed him to play to his strengths and not the Bears regime, you know, he he was like, they actually worked with me. Dabble worked with him to get to where he was back in his college days. And now you have to assume that Tomlin's going to let him do the same thing in Pittsburgh. So we're actually going to see Trubisky – um, you know, Nagy was a little maniacal about his playbook. Everything had to be done a certain way. There was no room for uh, improvisation or anything where I think the Steelers uh, scheme is going to be a little bit more open for him. They got a ton of weapons there. As long as he can manage the clock, I think it'll be a good addition for them. Um, I don't know what rookie they would bring in this year that would automatically take the job from him. And uh, I have no faith in Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph doing it. So I assume we're seeing Trubisky for most of the season next year. It's possible if they draft a rookie that he takes over. Um, But I'm actually excited to see Trubisky. I think it's good that they got him for fantasy purposes for Najee and Deontay Johnson and Claypool um, and Fryermuth and all there. I think he'll be able to support them in a role where I don't think uh, Rudolph or Haskins could. So I'm, I'm happy about it. It's an upgrade from the decrepit Ben Roethlisberger is my uh, biggest take on this, but um, they, what they did was, as Joe said, they have all these weapons already. And I think that a lot of people said that they'll regress because of Trubisky and yada, yada, but what they did throughout this uh, free agent signing was shoring up that offensive line, uh, a good majority, actually pretty much the entire offensive line they got for, uh, three years and got some good deals on. So I think that they are going to have a pretty decent offensive line too, which is smart. And yeah, they may draft a rookie, but as I always say, they, that rookie should sit for a year anyway. And Trubisky could be a really good interim quarterback. Oh. I mean, still young. The yeah. other thing that I think is interesting about this move is they also signed James Daniels, who Trubisky worked with in Chicago. I believe they were taken in the same draft, if not like one year apart. Um, but there's a lot of continue, a lot of familiarity with that one. Um, on that continuity, one, so, Joe. Continuity, continuity. I can't say that word either. To be fair, you got yeah. it. 
No, James Daniels plays plays center. He's played guard and stuff, so he'll at least be able to. They'll be able to work together well, which I thought was another bode to they're going all on on for Bisky this year. Yeah, I, I mean the only thing I mentioned is that like they just really liked the two quarterbacks in this draft, and maybe Mike Tomlin sat back and was just like, "Hey, I don't really want to give up draft capital to move up, you know, eight spots to get it." So they're just like, "Let's just take Trubisky, and then we'll see what we can do next year." Which the quarterbacks next year are, are much better. I mean, it's going to be said a hundred times, but the quarterbacks next year are way better than this year's. So if you were going to make a move to trade up for those uh, top couple picks. Next year would obviously be the one to do that for and not this one. So if anything, true bridge key, maybe true bridge, ah, the, the, bri- the, the bridge quarterback of true bridge key. <laughs> um, but I think he can at least get him there this year. I, it's the division is going to be wide open. Um, Cleveland is in disarray right now. Baltimore is, can be had. Um, and since Cincinnati coming off that Super Bowl, I still think there's a chance that they're not as, solid there's, as they were there's gonna be a hangover for sure for the Bengals. so the steelers can come back they got a good defense they really were just missing a quarterback last year like it's ju- it was just that simple i mean the o-line was terrible too but i think a decent quarterback solves that problem for them and right, then they got their quarterback on the defense with miles jack so they're building the team it's strong the, the trubisky thing it's a win-win for me either he sucks and you get a high pick next year or he plays well enough to get you back to where you want to go. So it's a win-win. It's I a think good just having kicking. some, yeah, for having some like uh, mobility in the back there. And so speaking of uh, Trubisky, well, he was basically rumored to go to the Giants. And I know that Billy doesn't want to talk about this, but Tyrod Taylor ended up going to the Giants, which doesn't mean a whole lot, especially for fantasy purposes. But I think it says more than we know we need to know about the Giants. It says that they're not going to go and draft a rookie this year um it says that they do not have faith in daniel jones either because tyrod would be one of the in-between guys so definitely interesting to say the least i think daniel jones job is uh not for sure or a lock at this point so maybe they end up drafting next year and maybe that's their plan is just daniel jones sucks and they'll end up getting a good draft pick next year yeah i think o-line and edge rush are probably what they're going to be after in this draft um and then I think that the, the the thing that tips off a little bit about what you're saying here is how much they paid Tyrod Taylor. They did not pay him backup money. They paid him start well, maybe not starter, but like mid level starter money. Um, it's not usually something Joe Sheen or Shone or whatever never did this with the Bills. He never paid that much money for a backup. And so the fact that he the first time he's there, he does that for the Giants. I think that tips his hand of what he thinks of Tyrod Taylor, and he could be competitive with Daniel Jones. But the ownership is just not going to allow that L to be taken with Daniel Jones. I just don't know why. Right. It's you just touch on Wednesday last, last week. Yeah. Yes, we okay. did. Never mind. I'm going to pull that up. Tyrod's <laughs> good. You, 1A, no, no. 1B, man. Do you have anything to say about Wentz? Would you yeah, like I'm to? Yeah, I'm here. I'm excited. I think it helps Terry McLaurin a lot. I wasn't that's what he said. I know that's yeah. pretty much what the consensus was that people are worried about McLaurin and the stock of other people on Washington. And in reality, like, did we see what Michael Pittman did with one under once? I mean, so. Yeah. Okay. I like it. It's going to be good. All right. I don't have anything well, to say about Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Fair enough. I yeah. talked probably I just more wanted, than I thought I was going to. I just wanted to talk about the fact that this. It, this it is interesting. It needs to be mentioned. All right. 
on to the potential quarterback move. So there's three quarterbacks that are still in play right now. I think we're going to find out one either tonight or tomorrow. Um, and we'll just get started with that one first. So Deshaun Watson, we weren't able to talk about this because we were not there or not, it, you know, happened on Friday, but he was not charged by the grand jury. I'm going to go out there and say this ahead, ahead of time because um, I've seen it a lot. It does not mean he's innocent, peeps. It, it means they didn't have enough evidence to charge him. They, they were not going to bring charges against him. There was not enough evidence. And if you look at the crimes that he is um, reported to have committed, there's be tough to have evidence of that. You would need a video or him to say something. And guess what? He pled the fifth through the entire thing. So wasn't going to happen. The charges were never going to happen. It's too much. You know, he said, she said, she said, she said, she, well, I won't even get into all that. A lot of she's Um, Yes. Um, So it does not mean he's innocent. However, he is not going to get charges brought against him. The civil lawsuits will work themselves out. I don't know what they haven't suspended him at any point in time yet. I don't know what that's going to look like. The NFL, I hate when they do like they do this. They're like being the judge and jury for some things like this where they're crimes that are committed, but they're not crimes in the eyes of the law because the law is they a are. messy. Okay, they, they're absolutely crimes, though. We'll just go ahead and say that. Yes, but like, yeah, exactly. But like, that is the NFL in charge of that? Not necessarily. If they, but they're in they charge of the, an image and branding. So yes, he will be suspended for. Yes, we just don't know how much or how likely. However, so we'll put all that aside for a sec because we'll get to the football stuff. That just that part needs to be said. We just. I agree. Good. Good disclaimer, Bill. Things things that need you know need to well, be brought back up about that. That's fair. I don't care. I'll take the I'll take the 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 smoke. Everybody um, tweet at Ombre Vendor if you have that's fine. I, I will be happy to explain how the court system works. Um so Deshaun Watson trade value though. So there's four teams on the table right now. There's the Panthers and Saints, which we kind of knew about. Um the Falcons kind of like made themselves available. I don't I he they want to bring Deshaun Watson home to Georgia. Fun fact about that Atlanta uh, Atlanta did not ever sign the restructuring of Matt Ryan's contract. Um, yes. So technically, they have this weird availability to where they could just basically cut that. So there's yes, and then they, they knew this was going on basically. And then the Browns, the Browns, for some reason, told Baker that they were going to do this. And if you've met Baker before, he's an either all in or all out guy. So as soon as you said that, that meant you were all out and. Browns, you better hope this works <laughs> because you're going to end up with a quarterback like Jimmy G and you're going to wonder what the hell happened. I'm just, I'm just saying. I think Jimmy happen. G would actually be an upgrade personally for them. I don't think so, but that's I think it's pretty fun. lateral. It is completely lateral. I, I actually in fact a, about might be worse because he doesn't have a Debo or a George Kittle on that team. Uh, that's, I mean, Amari Cooper is good, but not for what he needs to do. Not for Jimmy G. Well, Baker no. doesn't have the best uh, arm for that either. So really, Deshaun Watson really only is the only person that makes sense at this point. Well, anyway, we're talking to Sean Watson. We'll get to Baker here in a sec. Uh, as far as Deshaun Watson goes, I kind of personally hope it's Carolina. I think that's that's the move I'd like to see. Um, I, I would love to see. Hopefully, they don't have to give up too much. Obviously, draft picks are for sure going to happen, but hopefully they don't have to give up any integral pieces as well. I really hope uh, McCaffrey isn't part of that package, but it kind of seems like he it will be. Feels like it will be, even though I've been told on Twitter why in the hell would the Texans want that? But I, sure, I, I guess that makes sense. Well, if that if that were the case, and let's say he goes to Carolina, uh, Houston would have the number six pick in the draft. So therefore, drafting a quarterback probably because I mean I don't think anyone really wants Sam Darnold on their team anymore. 
So no. I, I do like Carolina for this um, hypothetically, but um, I'm glad to see, hear, hear the Eagles are out of the talks at this point, but Cleveland would actually make sense and could be very interesting, especially with that run game. That's one thing Watson never really has had is a good run game. And you get rid of McCaffrey in Carolina. He's basically, it's just a new Houston. Just nervous what they're having to give up. Um, Cause that Houston wants a player and I don't know what player you would send from Cleveland. That would not be important to the organization. Well, didn't Baker say he doesn't want to go to Houston? Right. It would like honestly, it would end up probably being the three team deal where he goes to like Indianapolis Indeed. or something like that. Where and then Indianapolis might have to send a pick to Houston, something like that. But hopefully, Cle- hopefully Cleveland, if they did this, wouldn't have to give up any important player. Yeah. Yeah. I heard some. So, uh, Deshaun Watson used to be a ball boy for the Falcons. Um, so that's an interesting tie. He knows Arthur Blank personally on that one. So that's kind of an interesting one to look out for. But you'd have to assume they're probably going to ask for Pitts in return because there's no one else on that team. It's really the only thing of value. But Matthews, maybe, but he's getting up there in age. Can you trade someone while they're suspended? No. Would you take that if you were the Texans? Well, you kind of I mean, you're uh, the we were used to it. On this one. They're used to it. I mean, they just, they just had yeah. dealt with a basically year long suspension with Watson. Just add another one with Ridley this year. It'll be good next year. Just for fantasy purposes, the the Panthers or the Browns would be the coolest for me. Um, the Saints would be a good one, honestly. Uh, you might be able to get Michael Thomas back uh, in line and Kamara. That'd be pretty Who's gambling on that. I don't know. The one I'd be the least ups- or the most upset about would be Atlanta because <laughs> who's he going to throw the ball to? Well, I think the thing is, though, I think once Watson signs, that's like everybody's coming. Like there's going yeah, to there was the report that Will people. Fuller's people are waiting for the Deshaun Watson news. I feel like he could probably could probably get Landry. I mean, they do have a little bit of cap space and they do have some trade equity, so maybe they could pull something off. Okay. Well, we hope that's what happens for Watson. We'll see tomorrow. Uh, honestly, if you're listening to this tomorrow, you probably already know. So hopefully <laughs> one of us were right. It. Hopefully one of us were right. If he ends up in like San Francisco, damn it. We get better next time. Um, all right. We'll just quickly touch on Baker since he put out quickly? that like I, it will. For me, it'll be quick. I don't know if you want to talk about it longer. So Baker put out like a heartfelt basically goodbye to the Browns um, last night. And then and Billy then the, quickly followed by Billy's heartfelt goodbye to the Browns last night. As well. I just yeah. said, if he goes, I go, I'm getting, I'm an ultimate, I'm an ultimatum stage of grief. So um, we'll see. Uh, I, as far as the Browns, it seems like they're done with Baker. They weren't going to, I mean, the fact that they haven't done a extension at this point kind of shows what the plan was here. They're not going to keep him. I've been hearing a little rumors off this off season about him, you know, them potentially being done with him, which makes sense. I just like, I just caution the Browns. Like you don't necessarily know what's on the other side. If it is a Sean Watson, that, that would be, I, that would be perfect. But if it's not just hopefully you don't fall into the same Browns being Browns that you have for the last 20 years. Yeah, the Browns want an adult quarterback, is the report. That that is what is being said. Yeah. Even though he's brought the most wins. I mean, granted, that team's really good in general, but the most wins. He literally took him to the, the playoffs, Joe, 14 nine. months ago. And that's a real report. I know. He's got more wins play. than like the last what seven quarterbacks combined? One of the one of the Browns people leaked to Chris Mortensen that they want an adult to play at quarterback. They say Baker Ow. cries too much. 
which I'm sure he oh, was guys, crying. Guys, is guys, he guys, plays guys, breaking news? Breaking news. Raheem Mostert to the Dolphins. Really? Oh, damn. Yeah. I was going to psych you guys out a little bit there. No, that's actually uh, that's... still a weird thing. We'll segue into running yeah, backs shortly. That's but horrible. Sorry for that. Chase Edmonds. We'll get, we'll get to Edmonds here in a second. Um, but just to kind of wrap it up. Well, I don't know. Maybe Josh has a whole rant he wants to go on here. But do you, no, you want to talk about Baker? It's, or are you it's good? pretty It's pretty quick. I mean, I've just been razzing Billy about Baker this whole like last week or so about how he's trash. And Billy does not think he's trash. That's really the the gist of it. It's been fun. I've it's just it's not stuff. like you keep thinking. I See? think that he is elite. I I don't. I think he is just a capable quarterback that can get a team to the playoffs. And it would be like if I defended to Carson the Super Wentz. Bowl. Like I'm not going to defend Carson Wentz. I just be like, like hey, I watched Jimmy G cake a San Francisco team to the Super Bowl. If he can do it, Baker can do it. See what I'm 100%. talking about, guys. See what I'm talking about. He's very excited about Baker. All right. Anyway, I'm good. I just know it can happen. Hopefully, Rats. Colts, Colts, please send a pick. Get get him there. All right, let's move on quickly to Jimmy G. Um, was just been to San Francisco. He uh, here's the weirdest thing. He's already like done there. Like they're already, I think, preparing for Trey Lance to be the starting quarterback. Like I like we're just waiting for something else to happen. I guess like maybe everybody who's not getting Watson, like this is kind of the backup plan is Jimmy G. But I it's think that's of, exactly. It, it's funny ahead. that like it, we're still waiting for something to happen when we've just thought it would have happened earlier rather than to be one of the last ones to happen. But I mean, I can I think, see Jimmy G getting absolutely paid. If that is the scenario, like, no, he's going to get paid. Just think about well, this. From these standpoint. four teams that are in it, they're going to panic. Whoever doesn't get it and overpay yes. the shit out of Jimmy G. Well, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's what he's like. The redheaded stepchild right now, just waiting in the wings. Like San Francisco is playing this really absolutely correctly too, because it was a very mild QB market as it was. I'm sure Pittsburgh probably reached out and said, Hey, what do you want? And they're like, no, I'm not going to pay that. So that's why the venture risky. That's why some of these other players are going where they're going to go. And yeah, once Watson falls, I think all the other dominoes start to fall around him. Uh, It would immediately make Jimmy G the most important quarterback. And there's like three teams that are going to need a quarterback once Deshaun Watson doesn't pick them. So. And interestingly enough, Andy Dalton is available. So (laughs) you can, yeah, you You guys still have Nick Foles. Oh yeah, yeah. Nick Foles. Yeah, Ryan Pace tied the whole franchise contract and Foles. Yeah, that was. Oh, hey, Big Dick wild. Nick deserves the contract. I'm just saying. <laughs> sure, I guess so. Sure. All right, that's enough quarterback talk. Let's move to running backs. Um, yeah. We'll start right at the top, just with the re-signing. James Conner headed back to Arizona. Um, he shed Chase Edmonds out of that backfield. Eno Benjamin looks to maybe get a big bump here in workload if he gets even a little bit of that Edmonds work, but. James Conner, back to Arizona. What do we think? He was good. It makes sense. I don't have any qualms with it. I'm not going to run out and draft him top 10. I still have qualms with it. I don't like James Conner. I think Evans is a better running back. He, he's one of those guys I think that we're going to be in like the, maybe the third late third round of drafts where it's going to be like, I think that could that could be a good play for a team. He's, gonna, he's like the Carson Dixon line like you coined last year. The Carson, yeah, the, Carson the Carson Mixon line. Even oh, the how hilarious does that look going back? Well, now um, Mixon, you know. So yeah, well, Mi- yeah, Mixon, Mixon's only going to go up. That, that line got a lot, lot further did you ever get away. That shirt made? I didn't, but I should have. That would have been sure. incredible. Yeah, yeah it's, now it's, it's kind maybe of what that. we could do the the Connor McKissick line. I don't know something. Yeah, I was it just thinking off the top of my head. It. it really doesn't. But anyway, James Connor back to Arizona. Um, 
I, I think his value, I, I think he overplayed what he was able to do last year. That the touchdown is uh, mark is not going to be possible to repeat. I don't think. I think that's the problem with him fantasy wise. That's why I'm I'm going to probably pass on him in most drafts um, unless he slips, which I don't think he will because there's really no one behind him. But I just don't like it because those touchdowns aren't going to always be there, especially with a healthy Kyler. Um, I mean, there's going to be another running back, whether it's, you know, Benjamin or they get a rookie or something. Yeah. The biggest thing that I think happens here is Rondale Moore. Now that they got rid of Christian Kirk, who Christian Kirk killed it in the slot, which we'll get to him in a minute. But that was Rondale Moore's spot kind of out of the backfield in the slot there. And once they freed themselves with Christian Kirk, I think he gets the biggest bump out of anything here. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right there. I mean, they they lost AJ Green too, so they really only have DeAndre Hopkins and others at this point, and um, Moore and others. So we'll we'll have to see what Arizona can pull. I would say them having they're dra- definitely going to probably draft a wide receiver this year um, if they don't figure something out here pretty quick. That would be sick if they just like you know dropped an A Rob bomb on people and picked him up because. That would be sick to see, but I, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. Arizona seems to be awfully quiet, though. Um, they seem like they're kind of in a window where they could compete, so I don't really know what they're doing <laughs> uh, being so quiet. But I don't know. San Fran's also been quiet, and L.A.'s cash-strapped, so they can't really do much. They also like um, wide receivers past their prime, so Allen Robinson could go there easily. <laughs> That's a good point. He can sail off in the sunset. Cool. All right. On to oh. uh, Joe's – no, no, I was just going to say, on to Joe's uh, breaking news. Uh, Chase Edmonds went to Miami uh, to he compete did. with Trash Can, and now apparently Raheem Mostert is also there. So they're going back to that three-headed – I would say this is an upgrade to their running back game, obviously, both both of these guys. Uh, but really, I like Mostert and Edmonds. I don't like Gaskin anymore because they're all the same running back, basically. So if you have Gaskin just prepared for – in you know the Mostert injury that's coming, just be prepared for him to have to step in. Um, yeah, but Mostert that. is so dynamic on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 29, so he's probably lost some of that with the injuries. I was so excited for Edmonds. I thought this was finally when we were going to see the true Chase Edmonds breakout that's never going to happen at this point. So um, avoid Miami's backfield at all costs. Yeah, I, Mike McDaniel's going there from San Francisco. I feel like Mostert going there is kind of just a familiarity thing. He just knows him and knows how to use him. Um, he is old and he is fast, but he needs to be healthy to be that fast. So we'll I mean, see. It's but... never a bad idea to have running back depth for, for fantasy right now. It sucks for us. I mean, that might just be one of those like, pick a running back at the end of the draft. Well, there's a rookie headed there too. So like, we'll have to prepare for that. Like I definitely see them in the third round, picking somebody up for, um, and the draft or headed backfield. Great. It's going to be, it's going to be rough. Well, Gaskin's not going to be ahead in that backfield, but we'll see. All right. On to, on to turncoat McKissick. He, (laughs) uh, was going to go to the bills as a free agent. He had had a deal in place. And then the Washington Commanders were like, hey, we're going to offer you the same deal to just stay here in Washington. And McKissick said, hell yeah, let's go. So, yeah, McKissick goes back to Washington. Antonio Gibson managers were pumping their fists for, I don't know, about 48 hours. And now they're going to be right back where they were last year, it looks like. I I don't dislike this trade for even for Gibson. I think Gibson still, his value stays the same. McKissick just 
steals that those little extra catches. And I just feel like Whit- McKissick's such a dynamic player that why not have him out there and why not right. give him some passes? Well, it just it's caps Gibson, Gibson, which is what sucks. We were hoping Gibson could, you know, finally thrust himself into like the top eight conversation at running backs, but I think he's, he's still going to be. Yeah, if everything goes right, to forty catches from him though. If everything McKissick goes right, was very useful last year. But my problem with McKissick is Carson Wentz. He can't. He's not a dump off quarterback. He he struggles on those those dump offs right there. So it's true. It's like yeah, you got this really high dollar Ferrari in the garage, but you got to be able to throw the ball at him for it to work. I mean, it's it's a good point. Um, that is. Really I think of this point. more as a uh, Jonathan Taylor situation. Obviously, Gibson's not Jonathan Taylor, but they're gonna lean heavily on the run game. I think that's the game plan and. Having McKissick there, yeah, it steals. He's going to be Hines. Is that what you're saying? He'll be the Naheem Hines of the the team. But I think Gibson. I still think Gibson's a top ten running back through and through. I, I mean, honestly, I'd probably bump him up to that eight seven, in my opinion, personally. I hope you're right, but there, I, there's no way. Like honestly, this year, do you think Brees Hall or Antonio Gibson? Well, it depends on where Brees Hall goes. I don't even think it does. I, I see, but that. Antonio Gibson kind of fluttered along all year and then when McKissick got hurt he had some banger games at the end of the year but it's yeah. like I mean they're gonna ride that wave I'm not worried about Gibson personally fair enough fair enough all right on to the guy we actually called where he was gonna go so on this podcast three weeks ago I looked it up we called Dante Foreman going to Carolina as a great idea and apparently Carolina was listening and they thought the same thing so Dante Foreman from Tennessee to Carolina. You they guys shout us out on Twitter all the time. Yeah. So doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I have a couple other scouts following me too. So, <laughs> so what, what do we make of this? Is this gonna like kill, kill Christian McCaffrey? Is this just for him not to get hurt? Maybe they don't use him as much. Like, I, does this hurt him from being the number one running back going into next season? I mean, I think his injuries heard him from being the number one running back going in i think we've called this there needs to be another running back there once again we don't even know if he's going to be there so this is a great move for carolina to at least have a 1a or 1b depending on what what else they do if they trade mccaffrey so um i think this would have been phenomenal let's say let's say mccaffrey stays in carolina i think this is a phenomenal move for them they got a bigger guy who could kind of view a bell cow a little bit here and there whenever mccaffrey can just sit out a possession or two um so i love it for him i i think it'll keep mccaffrey healthy that those those uh legs need to stay churning and he's a phenomenal athlete every time he's on the field he does great things but he needs to touch the ball less i think that's very clear and if mccaffrey gets traded he could finally have his shot to be an rb1 that yeah. we've been waiting for for six years but yeah that's true. i would have to say that if they trade mccaffrey they're gonna go get another running back though too so it'll be a 1a 1b thing but he could they got win the job. There. still cheap it's not yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's Chuba. I've I've seen he enough back up Foreman. That's true. Rookie yeah, running backs. Uh, people people don't give slack to rookie players in general, but rookie running backs overall don't just come out. And even Jonathan Taylor, like he looked good, but his rookie year wasn't. Well, I just need to see something like that. I think oh no, no, no. I agree with Chuba. I'm like, just saying, Brees Hall. Like, you're talking about vaulting into the I mean, top. If Foreman's your one, or Rashad. I'm not alone, two, by the way. That's a goal. lot of people. A lot. I'm of not people. saying he's not a top ten dynasty running back. I just don't think he's a top ten redraft running back right now. We'll see. We'll see. Depends on situation, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I like Dante Foreman. Hope this doesn't hurt Christian McCaffrey too much. But honestly, we cannot watch Christian McCaffrey limp off to the tunnel again. I, I just I'm tired of seeing that. So heart wrenching, man. You're telling me, man. 
for sure. All right. So we'll hop down to the still the moves that are still left to be made, which is two guys mainly. That's Leonard Fournette and Melvin Gordon, who still have to choose their spots. Um, do we want to make guesses? Do we want to what, what do you what do you guys think? I'm at a loss for what Gordon's going to do because there's got to say Bills on one of them, right? They already tried Poss- with McKissick. Possibly, I don't. I, would have I just either. I feel like they got McKissick for or went for McKissick for a reason though, and I don't think Fournette or Gordon are similar. Melvin to Melvin Gordon's him. a good pass catcher. He's a good pass catcher, but he's not as shifty as McKissick. Is the does seem no. overqualified, but then again, Devin, they didn't really love Devin Singletary until the end of the season, so. I don't know. It is an upgrade on whoever, you know, Zach Moss or whoever their second running back would be. Gordon would like be a it. great fit for Carolina if they trade McCaffrey. A Gordon. Yeah, I uh, can see that. Foreman combo. No, if I Brady still, seriously is staying in Tampa Bay, do you really think that he's going to trust Keyshawn Vaughn to be his running back? I think Fournette is headed back there. I think they're probably yeah. just working out money. Or they're just working out if Brady's going to be there at all. But that's my conspiracy self-talking. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think... Fournette's probably going to go to back to the Buccaneers, you would assume. Um, but we'll see. And then Gordon, there's like a lot of teams could use him. Heck, he could go to San Francisco, like for all I know. Like he, he could go to Seattle. They, they're in need of a running back. Um, so there's like so many places that could use a Melvin Gordon. So hopefully he can find a spot here before um, – all these spots are filled up, which I don't, I don't yeah. even think they will be. So I, think I would like to see fine. him find a spot where he's not poaching from, you know, a young guy. I, I know that people are going to want to. <laughs> Javante, you're hoping? You're hoping he doesn't steal from I him? Really, I don't think he'll go back to Denver. There's a reason they haven't signed him yet at this point, I, I would say. But, um, no, I just hope he doesn't like like the Jets. Like, they're like, okay, well, we have Michael Carter. Let's, let's go get Melvin Gordon. And it's just like another Javante-Gordon split kind of deal. So I know that that's what people want. They want a veteran and a, and a younger guy. But. I would just say that it would be cooler for Gordon to go to a honestly like a team like the Eagles where like Sanders and Gordon combo split like a mm-hmm. relatively veteran veteran and veteran combo. I just would hate to see a young guy get his carries. The Giants with Saquon. Well, that's I was actually going to mention that. So a running back move that hasn't been made yet is Saquon Barkley is supposedly going to be traded um, by the Giants. They're just shedding cash right now, which is why I don't think they'll sign Gordon because they're not trying to sign money right now. They're just trying to get rid of it. And so Barkley's still an option for a team to trade for. They might trade him for the cheap just to get him off their books. Yeah, they said something like a third rounder or something too. It was not expensive. I that That has draft day-ish written yeah. all over it to me. Like, that's not going to happen until draft I could night. see a team like the Rams throwing a third rounder out there to uh, to get him. I don't think they have any money. I don't think they have the money. Um, but that he, would be He ridiculous. didn't sign a massive contract, though, did yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He, well, his, he, had that, he had that five-year deal that he signed. Oh, yeah. We didn't yeah. really understand why they did that for him. But whatever. It is what it is. All right. Move on to wide receiver. Enough running backs. So, not the best group that has signed yet, but let's we'll get through the names as they are right now. So we'll just start. Um, we'll save Jacksonville for the end because I think that's a bigger conversation. Um, but let's talk about the Amari Cooper trade. Let's just start there for the Browns. So to pay <laughs> Zeke Elliott, the Cowboys <laughs> have decided to just unload every good player on their team, it seems like. And Amari Cooper was one of them. They just traded him away for a six-round pick. Um 
he heads to the Browns. They immediately release Jarvis Landry because Cooper and Landry would play the same role for the Browns. So what do we think? I mean, it's going to hurt Cooper unless Deshaun Watson goes there, right? All right. You, yes, absolutely. But uh, you say that Cooper and Landry play the same role. Landry shouldn't be playing that role. He should be playing the role he played in Miami. I never understood why they, they used him as a deep ball threat. He's fast. He's shifty, but he's not like a jump ball guy. Who, what? Like, Mari Cooper was never in Miami. No, you're you talking about Landry. Landry? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a slot receiver in Miami. That's what I'm saying. Receiver. You're saying Landry Cooper would play the same role. I don't think Landry should be playing Cooper's role. Cooper's good at Cooper's role. Landry is not a Cooper. I, I I'd say Cooper Landry is more like a Cooper Cup and slot. That's fair. I'm like saying where, the Cooper. They're going to put Cooper. Cooper's going to play the Donovan Peoples Jones role, but actually be good. Yeah. No, I think okay. So the problem with Cooper, so. this the problem with this Cooper trade is you're right, Billy. I think the only way this works is if you go get Deshaun Watson. I don't think Baker. You're you're in the same boat as you were with Odell and Landry. Well, it's not I mean, Baker. It's going to be somebody. Well, else I'm just saying if that if it was Baker, I mean <laughs> you're you're not doing it for Baker. So you're doing it for Deshaun Watson. You're trying to get some pretty new weapons for him signed up for a few years. So at least yeah, but how could you not convince Jarvis Landry of that? Like that's what I that's what I don't I'm know. I never. Here. I don't like, know why Landry escaped. I think honestly, putting Landry back in that slot role where he actually gets to not run deep routes anymore would be a great move because Landry, I don't know what they did with him last year, but it wasn't right. And the last Landry escaped there because of Baker. Right. And if you're going to get rid of Baker anyway, why didn't you just tell Landry that? I don't know. I got, I'm so confused. I I don't know. I'm I'm confused. I'm confused by this situation. I don't either. And that is weird, Joe, because I felt like the Browns really knew what was happening like two years ago. And now it just feels like they have no clue what's happening. I don't know. It's weird. They did seem to be changing, uh, changing guards and kind of getting to be an actual threat. And then all of a sudden Baker gets injured for a year. And then they're just like, maybe all this shakeup is a good thing. Maybe it's like addition by subtraction, but it just seems odd because it's talent. Like there's still talent there. Problem is if they lose the Watson sweepstakes, they are absolutely boned. And that's what I like. Why would you do that? Okay. Uh, We're going to get off the Browns. I don't want to talk about them. So let's just Gallup signing a lot. Yeah. Let's move on to Gallup. It was great that Dallas threw the money to him. He's a talented guy. He had an unfortunate accident there at the end of the year with the ACL, but He's super talented. Him and Lamb, you know, assume they're going to add somebody else also. But uh, I think they make a formidable one-two in Dallas. And it's great that they showed the faith in him, even with the injury, and signed him to the big deal. So Obviously, this is huge for Lamb. I was going to say, so Lamb is a top blank receiver. Five, at least. Fifteen. Fifteen, Joe? Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, I think at least top ten for sure. Oh, I got top five. So fireball bet on that. Lamb burned me way too much in the last two years for me to be. Yeah, because yeah, he he has a another receiver there that's eleven hundred yards. Yeah, even when Amari was hurt, man, he's supposed to go off. It's always Dalton Schultz or Cedric. Well, now they can actually build an offense around him. I I think it's really good that they start. I'll believe it when I see it, though. I'm not saying. All right, so I, I did call this Cooper getting getting off the team sooner rather than later. So I, I was correct about that, but I don't get the Gallup contract. I'm not going to lie. I I don't think it's really worth the money. I think that's going to be one of those, oh, shit, three years in, this wasn't worth the dollar amount. It's, I probably, get cheap. it's probably cheap up front, and it's probably really expensive on the back end. 
Yeah, that's the problem. Is because whenever you're trying to get, do you think Dallas cares about that? They just had to get rid of Amari Cooper, and yeah, that's true. They are in a really good youth building move right now. Collins or whatever, just to appease Zeke Elliott's contract that made no sense. He's literally the second best running back on that team, and they're paying him out the ass. So, yeah, I would have actually liked to see Cedric Wilson there. I think he's actually been pretty impressive these last few years as the fourth guy on the team. Um, Yeah. slotting in at the third well he went to miami so pretty excited about him if they get a quarterback um because i don't like Tua, for sure so let's talk dj chark he goes from jacksonville up to detroit not a big upgrade there my guy but they paid him one year um and they paid him like five million dollars i think something like that um to be their wide receiver one there um I like that move for both sides, though. Um, I like that for Chark because he can go get a contract after this. He's not done. He was in a really shitty situation with uh, Jacksonville last year who just was scared to throw the ball. And then Detroit is in desperate need of receivers, so they get that kind of year fill-in, basically, and they can draft a rookie and they can figure out, test the waters next year for free agency. So I like that. I don't I don't want Detroit signing a guy to seven years right now because it's not going to look good in seven years probably. So no. And then Chark, I want to see him – well, it's not going to be good this year. It's just a prove it deal, pretty much, just that he can probably stay healthy. Yeah, and these wide better. receiver deals have been insane. I mean, Russell yeah, Gage. I, I, let's Russell just get Gage to is three year, thirty million. You got Kirk, which is just off the let's, wall. Let's blockers. just talk about the. No, no. The let's Christian talk about Kirk. Chark real quick. You got DJ Chark for the price of one year that you got the price of Russell Gage. I would rather have. DJ we don't Chark. know how good DJ Chark is. That's the problem. I would rather have his upside and potential over what we've seen from That's Russell fair. Gage for sure. It's just two years ago is when we found out if or DJ Chark was good. And then for the past two years, he's been hurt and we well, haven't been able to see what he could do. My problem with Russell Gage is he slots into that Antonio Brown role because technically Godwin's still there and Mike Evans is still there. So mm-hmm. really, I just don't like that for Gage because he's, yeah, he got money. That's great for him, but he's going his, he's going to come out of this with really bad stats and be pretty much, I guess, 30, I guess, would be his age at that point. So even when he was the only human catching footballs for Matt Ryan, he didn't even put up good numbers. I don't think Russell Gage is a good receiver. He's we, playing we the Antonio Brown role with the talent of um, nobody. So Russell Gage. All right. Yeah. On to the, the Christian. Let's just let's just get to the Christian curve. All right. The myth of a contract. I think this is ridiculous. I know that. He Think had this. Oh yeah. I, well, I thought you liked him for some reason. No. Um, okay. Well, anyway, I, this is just ridiculous. Christian Kirk, who ha- has had one decent year with a bunch of injuries around in Arizona. And it wasn't even that good of a year. What do you have? 900 yards, something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And four touchdowns or something like that. So he goes to Jacksonville. I like what Jacksonville's idea was here. Uh, sign a bunch of players, rebuild the team and free agency because they have the money, they really need to put something on the board. But you're really saying this is the guy. Christian Kirk is the guy who's going to go in there. And then Zay Jones for another 24 mil. Those are their two quarterbacks. Uh, 100 million between the two of them. Our two wide receivers, my apologies. It's like what the Patriots did last year. Like, it really is, except With for the, Henry. The con- except the contracts weren't that crazy. Well, even like Kendrick Bourne and all them, like, it's just the contracts weren't as nuts as that. Like, that is crazy. There's so much money per year there. I don't. So really the I like doing. I like Christian Kirk as a piece because yes. he had something crazy like it was like 120 QBR out of the slot and when they played him outside he had like a 70 QBR throwing to him. He's definitely that slot guy that we saw Amari Rogers pop off with Trevor Lawrence at Clemson with. So I like the piece, but the amount of money you paid for that 
was atrocious. I mean, he, he, they were yeah. they were throwing it to AJ Green before they threw it to Christian Kirk half the time, and AJ right. Green was a ghost of his former self. So I, I don't understand the money, but I like the piece. I I, I will buy him in fantasy. I don't I, I don't have any good. problem with Christian Kirk as a as a person yeah. or a player. It's just for that much money, he like I texted you all. I was like. Well, I mean, they're going to have to use him like a wide receiver one next year, but I don't think he's capable of that. So I'm very confused. In fantasy, at... I could see wide receiver three, wide receiver two. Yeah, that's probably that about right. He'll be a good bench piece with potential upside. But like Marvin Jones was just there, and Marvin Jones, I think, is better than Christian Kirk. Yeah. Wasn't getting paid that Isn't much. Isn't Marvin I... still there? Still, you know, I don't know. I think I, he I is. Think he I think he is still there. Yeah. So, well, but then they that also just muddies the water even more for me. A couple of their moves that actually and Lavisca Chenault's still there. What a weird team. Oh, he's on the trading block. He is on the trading well, block. Okay, we'll see if somebody trades. He's going to trade. <laughs> so, exactly. In Doug Peterson's defense here, he's trying to build an offense out of what was nothing. Uh, I don't think he made the right pieces or the long-term contract pieces there. Uh, I will say I do like the Evan Ingram signing um, for free agency, one year, nine mil. Just a prove-it deal for him as well. And he has been on the Giants. You got to give him a break. He's not a bad he's, – he's had some injuries as well. Um, they locked up Brian Sheriff for, uh, from Washington, I believe, um, for a very long contract. So give uh, our boy Trevor Lawrence some, some defense. Uh, and then, of course, on defense, uh, Billy? I don't, I don't know how to say his name. Oh, Floyd said Aloha Coon. Yeah, that was a solid stellar move. Uh, Miles Jack has been inefficient for years at this point, so they got rid of him and they got Olakun. And I think, I think their team got better. I just the, I, the the wide receiver thing, the Zay Jones one, is honestly what grinds my gears the most. Well, yeah, here's what understand. I'm confused at: there, you know that there's an NFL draft in April where they like draft players and they like put them on teams like that. That that happens in you know a month. You could get you have the top pick of the second round. You basically have the first swing at all of the good wide receivers that fall because of this or that. Why? For why? Really why, the same why price pay Christian Zay Kirk that much or Zay Jones? Yeah, yes. you're paying more. You're paying Zay Jones more. Yeah, exactly. Because a failed receiver, right? Two teams, and it's like why not just yeah? Because he was on the Bills and the Raiders. Yeah. And it's like why not just wait and draft one? It's it's fine. I, I don't I, mean, I don't like, get that tagging Cam Robinson and then signing Brandon Scherf. Um, I think that just solidifies what they're trying to do with Trevor Lawrence. I, but the wide receiver contracts to say it again are ridiculous. I agree completely. Okay, well let's well, we're like a little far behind. Eh, we're doing all right on time. No, uh, let's just get on potential wide receivers real quick. Well, the tight ends, I do not need to talk about many of the, those guys, but we'll just do the potential wide receiver real quick, which uh, we still got Jarvis Landry on the board. Seems like Elena's sniffing around him. Um, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and OBJ. I think OBJ is going to go back to the Rams. And Robinson and Juju, it's the it's the typical suspects here. We got the Chiefs and the the Packers and the Eagles. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't Jacksonville throw that Christian Kirk contract at one of those two? I don't I don't know. Well, Robinson's probably never going back to Jacksonville. That's yeah, true. that's fair. But Juju, why <laughs> Why wouldn't I don't understand why He's the young. Eagles, I don't know. Doug Peterson doesn't want Juju. I don't know. Anyway, I think uh, Eagles are going Juju. I think they might not draft a rookie. I think they've been burnt by that in the past by not knowing how to draft people. Um, they might still do it too, but I think Juju's going there, and I don't think they're going to have to sign him to anything lucrative because he hasn't really done much the last few years. Uh, Robinson, on the other hand, I'm shocked that he's not signed yet. I've got a theory on Robinson. Okay. I think he's got a deal in the works with Green Bay because he fucking hates the Bears. 
And I think he's waiting for Devontae Adams to get his contract situation figured out before signing a one-year deal with Green Bay. Okay. Could see it. That would be an ultimate OBJ revenge. Yeah, that would literally be Allen Robinson hates the Bears. Can I cover the tight ends? Uh, yeah, I already hit on Ingram, so yeah, go Ingram, ahead. I, I eh, any eh, Uzama, eh, no, okay, so OJ Howard, eh, so I'll cover the tight ends, Howard and Conklin. That's just a that's a worse version of what the Patriots did last year. Uh, Uzama and, and Conklin, Uzama and Conklin. My apologies, yeah. okay, never mind. Howard, and ha- Howard Knox. and Knox, Howard just knocks Knox down. <laughs> And then Gasecki, I actually do like that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a I'm a big fan of Miami getting him back. He's he played phenomenally. He can be a top five tight end. Well, I don't Miami think he didn't have anything else really. So sure. Yeah. By, by all like means. And then yeah, Ingram, I, I like that one year deal for Ingram because he's yeah. been injured. So and I'm I sure do. it's a lot but of they still money. again. There is a this thing in April they do. They have all these players that are available. They're very cheap. You can draft them. Yeah, but rookie tight ends are not a. Doug I know, Peterson but is going I think you can get the same out of a rookie tight end that you can get out of Evan Ingram. I will put any amount of money on that because I'm pretty sure they still have Dan Arnold, the accountant there. So they got Dan Arnold I, still. I, I don't know that for sure, but I think they do. Um, but I think you can get anything out of a rookie tight end that you can get out of Ingram. That's well, guys, just me. Before we get any further, Mickey Blanco signed his uh, original round tender. So he's back nice. to the Jets. Back to the Jets, baby. Fuck yeah. Good. We're getting That's the band back together. Joe Flacco's back there too. Oh shit! All right, let's get into defense. We'll do this quickly um, because I, you, you know. know what? We're offensive points. Go to IDP Army for that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Still, we'll talk on the big ones. Von Miller signs the largest contract I've ever seen for somebody who's 33 years old. Uh, Six-year, 120 million dollar deal um, for him to be their primary pass rusher. I honestly thought in the draft they were going to go edge rusher. So this kind of I don't know if it solves the problem because they're still, you know, Von Miller's old, but like, I think the plan here is it, to get Rousseau some, uh, some veteran presence there. Cause they really didn't have any veteran presence on that. Well, they team. rotate these guys so much that Von Miller is yeah. going to be playing like 45% of the snaps. Anyway. And maybe that's the plan. I, yeah. well, with I think Rams. that's why his contract was so well, long too. Yeah, and just, also Von Miller is going to be one of those people that gets paid to like he's like forty five after he's retired and stuff because they can't pay that contract. Super Bowl yeah. MVP, baby. Do you, do you want to hear a fun fact? Wow, this is a bad tangent. I'm so sorry. Um, so I found out today that Ken Griffey Jr. Yes, Ken Griffey Jr. is still like the I think eleventh highest paid player on the Cincinnati Reds roster in baseball um, because that's how much money they still owe him and how cheap all of their players are. There's another guy who hasn't played since like the nineties. Who's still, yeah, that's Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. He gets paid a million dollars every year. So, yeah, I mean, it's just whenever people sign those ridiculous contracts, it's because they're a collective bargaining agreement or whatever that they can pull that kind of stuff off, but it still happens. I mean, players get paid after they're they're done. Usually not 15 years. Like, but I mean, think about that. Like getting a paycheck. A ton of bonds is gone. Josh, sorry, man. No, I was just going to say, imagine just getting a mill every year. Like, ah, I'm retired, but I still get my paycheck each year. You got to figure a a bunch of Von Millers is up front, like signing bonus, and then pay them good for two years, and then you can wipe them off the books in the last four. I think that's probably how it is. Probably so. Okay, um, let's move on. We got Miles Jack headed to Pittsburgh. I I don't think this is as big of a deal as... I, I don't. I'm not sure that Miles Jack's a game changer. Like, if for I don't IDP purposes, is... I don't think you're going to go out and 
like hunt down Miles Jack to add to your line. He doesn't miss tackles. He tackles, but he doesn't get anything else. That's fair, but they, I mean, if anything, this just hurts Devin Bush a little bit, I think, because Devin Bush hurts Devin Bush. Well, I get it, and that's probably why they got Miles Jack there, but I think having both of them probably hurts. I think them together just equals one linebacker. Uh, you yeah, can get Joe Schober production right. out of Miles Jack, I think. I don't think that's too probably. Far off. And then okay. let me let me talk about my guy for once. The, that's the fine. Eagles, Go for the it. only thing the Eagles did, uh, they got Hassan Reddick and they locked him up to a good deal. Uh, I'm pretty excited about what Philly did in the free agency. We didn't overpay for anything, but we got one of our biggest needs. So uh, Hassan Reddick's uh, three year, forty five mil. Yes, that sounds like a lot, but with the production he's had the last few years, and he's also technically an outside linebacker, although he's going to play D-line, edge rusher. So pretty excited about that. Uh, All the other things that they did notably, uh, they released Alex Singleton, who also can't tackle, um, and they re-signed my man Greg Ward to a one-year deal for no reason, and then got rid of Boston Scott, which frees up Miles Sanders and Gainwell for free agency. All right, we have breaking addition news uh yes. the giants have signed ricky seals jones to be their wow. new tight end they cut nice. uh cut kyle rudolph and they've added ricky seals jones they have such good luck with tight ends i think everybody should go get him right now <laughs> yeah they have a lot they have a lot of work to once do. again very meh tight end news exactly <laughs> that's the tight end landscape for you right there some really right. good news for the chargers yeah. Well, Leo Mack and JC Jackson. My God, talk about it adding to your team. Are you serious? You got Nick Bosa or Joey Bosa on one side, mm-hmm. Cleo Mack on the other side. Cleo Mack is literally was hurt last year. He's still top six in the league on quarterback pressures. And you're going to line that up against the guy who's like top two in the league against it. That's scary as hell. Once the quarterback starts suffering a little bit, sweating because he feels the pressure, he's going to throw it right to JC Jackson. It's probably going to be a pick six. That is probably the best two moves of any team I've seen all year in free agency. Yeah, and they got – I mean, they didn't have to pay much for Khalil Mack. No offense to Joe but um, or the Chicago Bears, but they botched <laughs> that trade a long time ago. I only had to give up a second they rounder. Had a, they made a playoff run. I, I would say that, that they – But it worked one time. Almost 2018 Khalil Mack was insane. That yeah, that was two, the piece to the puzzle. But now but our team sucks so much. It's like Two first-rounders that could have been better pieces to puzzles. So maybe. Yeah. But anyway, they add J.C. Jackson to that secondary. That secondary is going to be amazing. I love it. I, I'm just – I'm really excited. Derwin back there, J.C. Jackson back there. Like, it's just going to be a good uh, – and then I don't know the Chargers defense is going to be I, I I know we don't normally play team defenses around here but if you're in a league with a team defense there's there's something with this one that I think could be important because a lot of these teams in this division are going to be passing a lot and you're going to be able to get quite a few points I think from this defense and a couple underrated moves that they made uh Sebastian Joseph Day from the Rams who didn't have to move which is nice for him uh and then Austin Johnson defensive tackles kind of giving Nick Bosa uh, a little bit extra up front there. And then of course our man, Chase Daniel still making money. Got a one year deal for two mil. Good for him. That guy's got the dream job, man. I know. All right. So just to finish this up, Justin Reed takes over for Tyron Matthew in KC. Uh, He moves there from Houston, which is kind of funny because they used to play together in Houston because Tyron Matthew and Justin Reed were the safeties when they were there. So that was kind of exciting to see. Um, I think you can expect similar production, maybe not as much because Justin Reed, isn't wasn't really that kind of guy, but if you put him in that system, I think um, for IDP purposes, you're still going to get a pretty good production from Justin Reed there. 
Um, and it's not as much as what Tyron Matthew would have cost him. Correct. Um, so then we'll get back to the Green Bay linebackers. They signed back Preston Smith, signed back uh, Campbell. Devondre Campbell. Yeah, Devondre Campbell. Um, and then they let Zadarius Smith walk to Buff- or Buffalo, walk to Baltimore. Uh, he was originally drafted by Baltimore, so it's kind of cool to see him back there. I'm sure he's very familiar with the area. But Green Bay, I, they're just signing the same players they already have. It's what's I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but we'll see. Devondre Campbell, from an IDP perspective, was huge last year. He was. He was. He, he, he was been awesome. phenomenal. Yeah, he deserved that contract. I don't really get the Preston Smith contract personally. Yeah, he hasn't um, really done a whole lot. No, he really hasn't. I get that he was the cheaper version. Zadarius Smith would have been more expensive, but don't get that. Um, one underrated move by Baltimore, not to get us off Green Bay, but Marcus Williams. Uh, they got him yeah, for huge. five years, 70 million. I think this is a terrible contract. I don't know why he's so highly touted and he was like the number one safety. Everyone was saying the Eagles were going to get him. After seeing that contract, I'm really glad they didn't. Um, I like Marcus Williams, but he's literally never done anything. He's been right. a good safety. Yeah, I, I think just to cap off the Green Bay Packers, I still think they should have brought back or should bring back Razul Douglas. Um, he was really big for them last year. I think he had five or six interceptions. And like he was, games. he was a, yeah, and he was a right. pretty big piece of it because they didn't really use him that much. And then he just started popping off and he was really good. So I, I hope they bring him back. And then another one that we forgot to mention was Xavier Woods' safety went to Carolina. Um, I like that. So, so now it's Jeremy Chin and Xavier Woods back there. And then JC Horn and cornerback TBD. Um, a lot of my graphs still have them Panthers taking a cornerback. Please don't. <laughs> Please, please do not do that, I, Carolina. I, I'm begging you, please do not take a cornerback to two uh, drafts in a row. I just would hate to see that. If they get J.C. Horn back, they're good. They're just yeah. so incompetent on that. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why so many of them have him doing that. Has there been any news on James Bradbury yet? Uh, he's going back, but he's expected to be traded. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. One thing we didn't it. talk about, because we did not talk about fantasy football for offensive line, but the Cincinnati Bengals did add a pretty good chunk and uh, re-signing in three offensive linemen. Uh, biggest one was Alex Kappa for 40 mil, four years. Uh, they're, they're, they're serious. They know that they needed to address that, I mean, especially after the playoffs and the entire season, really. So I do like that for them. They didn't really do anything else splashy, but that's what they need. Obviously, everything else worked. So There's going to be a good lineman there for them at 31 as well. I agree. Um, yeah, as far as other moves go, there's not really much much more that we're like waiting on. Um, I mean, there's like Sony Michelle out there, Tariq Cohen, Marlon Mack, Shad Penny, as far as running backs go. Then you have the old men out there, Julio Jones and AJ Green. We'll see what happens with them. Um, there's still some interesting moves to happen. James Winston still has to find his way into somewhere, which maybe that's what the Saints are waiting for. See if they can't get Watson, they'll just sign him back. But still a lot, lot to go with this free agency. But the, we kind of just wanted to come on here and kind of recap everything that's happened thus far in free agency. So just to end this entire segment, um, do, who do we think are the big winners so far and who do we think maybe needs to step it up going forward here? The Chargers are winners. Chargers yeah. I would I would the consider Chargers winners. Well. Jacksonville I would consider winners. Um they're, the contracts are insane, but they are improving the team. Um, and that will make them better than they are now, which I think is the point of free agency. 
I would like to say, uh, and this is a little premature, but I think the Houston Texans are winners. Um, what they did was not anything crazy. Uh, they re-signed Larry Tunsil. They got Desmond King back. Um, they got a couple offensive linemen, defensive linemen. Um, and, I, I mean, they're going to get a haul for Deshaun Watson. It is exactly, and that's whatever be. they get for Deshaun Watson is going to be more than worth it, I hope. I, I don't think – see, the thing that they have going for them is they waited so long to trade him that now, like, the value is at its peak, and they're going to be able to get what they want from the team that um, trades for them. Uh, lo- losers, tomorrow. 49ers. I mean, they didn't really do anything. 49ers, I think. Green Bay, I still think, is um, they, they haven't won. added anything. Um, and the, the problem with Green Bay is they're capped at how good they can be right now. And unless what? you add players, because they're not drafting them, let's let's just give up on that. They're not at they're not drafting players that are going to help them. Like that, they've just given up on that for the last three years. So I'm not gonna accept that as their answer. Actually, so I, I think Broncos the biggest, are winners. Yeah, Bron- because Broncos the... are winners too. I would say the biggest loser, in my opinion, the Washington Commanders. They literally only signed a couple people, and it was basically replacing the people they lost, as in Sheriff and um, Landon Collins, which Landon Collins is still out there at the moment, right? Or did he yeah. sign? Yeah, he didn't know. He, he got cut, and he's not there yet. So, so. I think they, they did literally nothing, and you'd, you'd like to see – I mean – I guess they got Wentz in the trade, but other than that, they really didn't get anything. So there's still a I ton, would, though. I mean, you got Teron yeah. Armstead, you got Clowney, mm-hmm. Gilmore, Matthew, Casey Hayward, Bobby Wagner. I mean, you've there's still a lot of pieces to fall here, but yeah, we still we still right got, now there's more losers a long than way to go. Yeah, and that's an unfortunate part. Well, I, I like- and I'm just gonna say it: the Browns are have been losers too. Just unless they get Deshaun Watson, that's the only way this works for them. I think yeah, yeah they they did pretty much nothing as well they they traded out jarvis landry for amari cooper they and swapped they cut, linebackers they cut a bunch of players and they pretty much told their quarterback hey we're gonna go some other direction basically making it all in if they don't get him then they're not gonna have a quarterback so the only a, the only real in my book good thing that they did was uh, other aside from getting cooper was they and i wouldn't even say this is good they just swapped linebackers with the patriots yes mac wilson yeah, just to give them fresh starts. And that's should be good for them, so we'll see. All right, well, I think that wraps up at least part one of free agency. If there is an insane amount of stuff that happens in this next week, we will have a part two to this discussion. Um, but I think we're going to look at doing another mock draft next uh, week because by then we should have the what the Texans will have and their draft or their uh, trade for Deshaun Watson. We've also got to shake up the pretty much the entire board now because – Oh, they, a lot of teams address players that we didn't necessarily think they were going to address. Um, so that's going to change things around a little bit. I'm nervous about my Kayvon Thibodeau top five uh, pick now because I, I just putting him in a team that needs him is going to be tough. Listen, um, Bill, it wouldn't be an NFL or a draft with us. If I'm not taking you know, shots, I know. Fireball shots in a row. I know. I was, he is, he's a top five talent. It's just placing him on a team in that top five is very tough. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes as well. But all right. Does anybody have anything else you want to talk about free agency wise? Or I think we keep it coming. I, we- I love the, I love the free agency news. Well, fair enough. I, I, I by all means, I'm hoping Adam Schefter can tweet something out. Um, get this party started. But for now, follow at Offensive Points. Follow at Josh Hall STL. Follow at Umbre Vendor. Follow at OP Joe with two E's. Uh, we're going to still be tweeting out everything that's happening, give an instant reaction, get in the discord. I'm posting things in there and trying to get the discussion going. 
it's happening. It's a little slower, so please join in the Discord. We uh having a lot of fun in there. Um and follow the TikTok, follow the Instagram, and follow you at you the YouTube, and they're all at semi pro fantasy. So just go ahead and subscribe slash follow all of those. Uh, we'll be posting content as much as we possibly can. Um, so with that being said, Joe, get us out of here. Guys, enjoy the rest of free agency, and we will see you back here next week. Good night.